Welcome to the Stoic Handbook Podcast. This is John Brooks speaking. First of all, I just want to say thank you so much for being a member of the Stoic Handbook community and taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast, read my newsletter, and put the ideas to practice to level up your practical wisdom. If you're a fan of my work and you want to support the show, you can sign up to the premium version of the Stoic Handbook Podcast. You can either do this directly from within Apple Podcasts or you can go on stoichandbook.supercast.com. When you sign up to Stoic Handbook Premium, you'll get access to my existing library of Stoic meditation and contemplation courses. I make each course about a specific emotional topic like negative thinking or anxiety, relationships, anger, etc., as well as workshops, exclusive Ask Me Anything sessions, and ad-free standard episodes. There's a seven-day free trial, so you can check it out, see if it's good for you. I'm always adding new content and I take a lot of time to craft my courses to make them as high quality as can be. One of the listeners of the Stoic Handbook Premium told me that they listened to my anxiety course over 50 times. People often like to go through them over and over again. So like I said, you can check it out, see if it's a good fit for you. It's this podcast plus a bunch of premium episodes, meditations, talks, workshops, etc. And I also open up the space for questions as well. If you want to talk to me and get me to record a podcast episode on a specific topic for you, that's what Stoic Handbook Premium is there for. Now let's go into today's episode. In my readings of the Stoics, I've seen a lot of amazing examples of reframing misfortune. And I think Epictetus talks about, you know, like, say you spill something on the floor, this is a small price to pay for peace of mind. And I've become, I, I think, quite skilled at this way of kind of transmuting setbacks, obstacles, misfortune into, you know, it, it could have been worse and, you know, finding the benefit, the silver lining in it. I'm just wondering, I sometimes wonder if, if the, if this could ever go too far, you know, where like every negative thing, I'm just like feeling okay about it, feeling good about it. And like, am I, am I actually becoming blind to negative things? Or... Seneca talks about going even further than that. He's got, mm. there's a bit in set. I mean, Seneca's a terrible role model, right? Um, <laughs> but the, uh, in, so, you know, I'm not saying this is what he was actually, but in the, the letters to Lucilius, at one point he kind of makes out, that when he gets really into attending lectures of philosophy, he says he comes out of them and he's wishing for misfortune, almost like he's going, he's kind of going, bring it on. Like he's still kind of psyched with stoicism. He's like, yeah, like, you know, bring on some catastrophe so that I can deal with it, which seems a bit weird, right? But you can kind of like, totally, if you read stoic text and you get really into it, you can, you can imagine. And these guys like attending lectures, where the, they're, they're, you know, imagine if you were attending lectures by Epictetus, maybe you would walk out of it and think, yeah, bring it on, you know, mm. I hope I get plague or something like that. Like, which is crazy. But Seneca talks like that at one point. Um, I don't know. Could it go too far? I don't, I've never really seen it, um, become a negative thing, to be honest. Mm. What you're talking about is similar to what we call in therapy decatastrophizing. Uh, it's like a, I have it written out. This is my reminder on my arm. I don't know if you can see that. Tattoo oh, right, yeah. In Greek, it says, um, it's a very early Stoic quote. Uh, it says, Uden de non peponthas, which is uh, something that Crates, the cynic philosopher, said to Zeno, the founder of Stoicism. It just means nothing terrible has happened to you. It's decatastrophizing. Mm. Like, right. 
Epictetus talks about one of his Stoic heroes, uh, a guy called Agrippinus, like, who was a Stoic um, uh, member of the Stoic opposition. Like, he, he says that this guy used to write letters to himself, uh, like the Stoic letters of consolation, but he'd address them to himself, where he would eulogize, what they use is eulogize, like he would praise catastrophes. So if he was sent into exile, he'd be like, oh, this is a good opportunity to have a picnic in the countryside. Like, so he'd kind of turn everything into, he'd write a letter, like actually put in the hours, like he'd put the effort, he'd sit down and write a letter, kind of reframing situations to, as not as, as, like, I'm not encouraging positive thinking, by the way. Positive thinking is like a dirty word now in modern psychotherapy, because it's, we, we know, like, um, what people often mean by positive thinking is kind of avoidant. Um, right. or it's narcissistic. So generally it's a, an avoidant or an unhealthy strategy. There's a difference between positive thinking that's kind of Pollyannaism, like not being realistic, and s- spotting genuine opportunities uh, in what seems at first like a, a misfortune. Someone loses their job, right? But they might think, yeah, but it gives me an opportunity to start my own business. That's hmm. not self-deceptive. Maybe that's true. Like it's just right. another perspective on events, right? It's a a valid, like a a more constructive way of looking at the the facts, and I think that's what the Stoics are describing. So I suppose the safeguard against it w- would be, yeah, it could go wrong if it lapsed into what therapists call Pollyannaism, which would be kind of positive thinking that's unrealistic or irrational. But if you can stay true to the facts of the situation, but find opportunity in them, then I've never actually seen that go wrong. Like in twenty-five years of therapy <laughs> field so far. I hope that you enjoyed that. Took some value from it. A couple of quick things: if you can leave a rating for the podcast wherever you're listening to it, that really helps new people find it. And I also love reading reviews, so let me know what you think about it. And if you want to go further and get access to all of my premium meditations and audio courses, Ask Me Anything, workshops, etc., consider subscribing to Stoic Handbook Premium with a free trial, either directly within Apple Podcasts or over at stoichandbook.supercast.com. It's the same thing, just two different ways to access it. And I'll see you back here for the next episode of the Stoic Handbook Podcast.